Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strickland. Yes, it out to on a Thursday. Thanks for being along with us here on the stream with the Royals on the radio. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Those video streams brought to you by Sarder Heyman Jewelers. Big thanks to them for sponsoring the streams uh, so we can get content out to you all sorts of different ways. You can also watch us on Allo Channel 951. Cool new partnership, the 93.7 ticket has uh, with Allo. We appreciate them for that. Here on the block specifically, we appreciate Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Charles sponsoring the show, doing great work down there at 27th and Pine Lake in Lincoln. Uh, check him out. Car- Charles, keep up the good work. Everyone else, we appreciate you supporting us. But another good way to support us is support those who support us. You know, the people that sponsor the shows from 6 a.m. all the way through, you know, ticket weeknights and ticket weekends. We appreciate your, you know, involvement on, on the text line in the comment section, just dropping by and saying hi. But another great way to, to show that you care about us, the shows, the content we put out, is to, you know, go say hi, go say thanks to the people that make us able to do that. The sponsors for these shows that keep us, you know, running. Really appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. We're grateful. We're grateful. Thank you guys. And also go out there and see them as well. Absolutely. Um, Our winner from Shootout with Strick is Jared. Jared was in first over Strick. You said a fantastic line. You said 12 teams have never thrown a Major League Baseball perfect game. The answer is 16 of them. So over half the league has not thrown a perfect game. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. So Jared, congrats on the win. Uh, 30 days to come in, pick up your $30 to Buffalo wings and rings. All right, strict big NBA segment here. Uh, we'll get more into free agency tomorrow. Uh, so save your NBA free agency, you know, names, ideas, questions till then we'll have a breakdown, but it, pretty, you know, applicable to free agency again, that we'll talk about tomorrow, the new CBA, 
mm-hmm. agreed to at least for the most part in April. The teams never had it, you know, codified really the actual working version. They just had the term sheets and they finally get a copy of it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And again, free agency starts tomorrow. That seems like that's a big rush for teams to get read all the way through this CBA with free agency starting in two days. What do you think took so long? I mean, I think there's some things they had to weigh. They had to Mm -hmm. probably look at um, their ratings, had to determine money that would be coming in by way of TV. Um, You know, they're trying to implement some things to kind of tighten up the craziness of the spending, ways to eliminate people who are doing circumvention and just some mm-hmm. kind of you know playing around with the with, with the salary cap and just kind of alleviating things and you know throwing stuff and kicking the can down the road you know seven eight ten years <laughs> you know stuff like that mm-hmm. so they they were they were trying to kind of work out a way to do that but yet not make it to where it's unpalatable for the owners as well as the players um like for example uh, a lot of people were wondering about the trade regarding Jordan Poole and did it make sense? And is it because of the Draymond Green and, and, and the Poole situation? Is it because they want to keep Draymond and they want to remove that? Is it a salary dump? There's so many things that people were throwing out there, right? But I think it's something that you have to look at. Um, I, I think it was multifaceted in, 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 its, in its approach. And, and that being that Jordan Poole was due $32 million coming Big up bag. for multiple years, mm-hmm. okay? Um, the way it works and why Chris Paul is an approach is he has a big number, but not all of that money's guaranteed. Mm. It is a, it's, it's some form of a partial guarantee. I don't know the exact number on that. Um, I want to say it's a partial. So they had to figure out a way because if the rosters go beyond that $17.5 million luxury tap number cap number, you lose um, a lot of different leverages and a lot of different exemptions and and things that you can and cannot do, right? So they needed to dump that salary. And it, it was either going to be him or Wiggins. And I think they feel Wiggins is probably better on the defensive side of things, a um, little bit more versatility mm-hmm. than what then then the problems that you have so so i think they feel that that's the case now you're not you're not you're still not having to worry too much about clay yet that's a next year problem mm-hmm. and you have dre right now is, is is he willing to go at a discount or does he move on elsewhere so those are the decisions that they have to make based on this um this new uh salary cap and cba and all those things that they have to consider the the aprons have been a, a big buzzword in the CBA around that. There's always been one. If you go over it, you're, you're paying a lot of luxury tax. But mm-hmm. what the Warriors did, what the Clippers have done in running up these huge tax bills yeah. Yeah. isn't sustainable. And I'm of two minds about this trick. Number one, I, I like the idea of a salary cap to try to keep each team you know, competitive in the same range, make them be creative within the rules. On the, on the flip side of that coin, though, you, you see teams like what Golden State did those are three homegrown guys. And if you want to consider what they had with pool before, you know, they traded him, there's a fourth homegrown guy that we're all getting the bag. Yeah. You know, they should have, you know, escalating salaries. If they've been there that long, they, they've earned the max with their work in golden state. So I want teams to be able to pay to keep their guys together. But then you look at the flip side of even that situation, Phoenix, mm-hmm. one homegrown guy, 
maybe two, if you consider Aiton as a part of that. But otherwise, you go out, you trade for Chris Paul, you trade for Bradley Beal, you trade for Kevin Durant last year. You still got Booker. Still got Booker. That's a lot of huge salaries with one and a half of them homegrown. So I, what concerns me about that is the Warriors feel a little more punished for, for drafting. And yeah, they took on some contracts. You know, the D'Angelo Russell one a few years back, but they were able to get out of that one. Wiggins, you know, deserved a raise. There's got to be a balance there between not letting teams like Phoenix just go hog wild, spend all that money to, you know, buy players and bring them in, but also reward teams that draft well. Yeah, I, I think there's there there could have been a balance in that way. I mean, you, you know, you just see a lot of the stuff that they did in the CBA was just really to keep action going, mm, right? Okay. It, it was an appeasement type of CBA. It wasn't mm. a real serious type of CBA where like in 99 and and uh, I think the, the other one after that, I want to say is closer to is after 210. I can't remember when the second there there was there was two lockout was in, in and I was a part of one of them. Um, one came after I retired, but the, the, the 99 one was a hard stance on our behalf. Like we wanted to see, like you, you're, you're getting, you're getting this amount. It was probably similar to what's going on with NIL. I mean, it was, it was real serious. We wanted, you know, we wanted to understand and, 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 and share a little bit. And, and a lot of power was given over and gifted because of the stance we took. Like we were, we had paid into that CBA, uh, wharf chest. To, and guys, some guys didn't like it, but the majority of the guys was willing to go to long haul. We're like, look, this is this is the year. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it this year. Mm-hmm. Got everything done and was able to play half a season and, and, and ultimately uh, San Antonio won. But we we came to a conclusion that that was the case. I think this was an appeasement. I think this was kind of, you know, because when you really look at it, the the individual player awards like the MVP, MVP, all NBA defensive player of the year, six man of the year, 65 game minimum. That's that's an appeasement thing to try. It's already dang near that without that. That's just throwing it in there to make it look like you're doing something right. It's it's really not that that really wasn't serious. That was just something to throw in there. Then they removed the marijuana, you know, the marijuana from anti-drugs. And then they have now two way players that they can have three instead of two. Uh, so it, it's it's kind of some appeasement things. That's to try to help you to get a little bit more of evaluation, being that mm-hmm. they're putting more stringent on 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 salary and the caps and stuff like that. So you can have more guys in your G League program. And that's very similar to what they used to do, where we used to go on. um um, we used to go on the IR and we weren't, there was guys that weren't freaking hurt. They just was, that was just a way to keep a roster of 15 guys without, mm-hmm. you know, it was a way to circumvent the system. So that, that's really all this is right now. It seems like to me, it's not a serious CBA. Okay. Let's dive into that. Not a serious CBA. Is yeah, I that... think it's an appeasement. I think it's just kind of just because they have to keep it going. You're in the middle of a nego- This This is what I'm saying. You're in the middle of a broadcast negotiation with all of the networks because you, so you're shooting for the stars. You're going for super billions. I don't know what the exact number is, but you're, you're shooting for the stars. That's the only way you can maintain a high salary cap. But I don't know if the numbers are validating for it. So it's a way to kind of keep the game going because they, there's no way they can afford a lockout. Like there's a lockout or a, you know, any type of stoppage. There's just, Mm -hmm. this is not the time that they could do it. So I think it's just an appeasement to keep things going along as, you know, just, just as planned. It almost sounds like the NBA is playing this year on the franchise tag. 
where you're trying to come to new negotiations, you're not able to get it done. So you say, uh, let's just get get this, keep playing. We'll kick this down the road to next summer. Appeasement, good for the league, bad for the league, good for players, bad for players. I, I, I still think it, it's in favor of players right now. Okay. I still think it is because I think that that 65 game threshold and all that stuff, that's not serious. Mm-hmm. Um, This is probably why, you know, the John Morant situation wasn't over extenuated. This is, you know, they're really trying to keep probably some of the best of what they have to offer around so that they can try to uh, get their TV numbers hopefully back. I mean, they really hurt themselves during during uh, the COVID year. There's a lot of stuff that they did. It hindered their their viewership and not many of just the common viewers you know, took a liking to it. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it was, it was salty, you know, being preached to by Steve Kerr and other guys, Popovich and guys like that, you know, um, that they, they, they didn't go well in the eyes of just regular, you know, basketball people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so they've, they've had a hard time getting that back. And so they're trying to figure out a way to do that. Interesting. Uh, two other things on the CBA real quick. Um, there's also a salary floor, there has been, but now instead of the last day of the regular season to get up to it, you have to hit it by the start of the mm. regular season. If not, there are penalties. I think that's I think that's good, good, right? Yeah, because you know there there are teams and there are guys that would be happy to keep a low number. Who has done very well in that realm has been San Antonio consistently throughout their. They've done very well in maintaining good teams, drafting well, um, getting players to raise their level by coaching them well. And they've they've they haven't been crazily strapped, and I think you know now they've gotten Wembenyamba. They're still super. They're way under, you know, by numbers of their cap. They got so much room that they can. They they're probably one of the most flexible teams outside of the ones that got a lot of like Oklahoma City, who has a lot of draft picks, a lot of you know pieces that they can move around. But yeah, they're they're in good shape right now. The one place I think the players took an L was from one of the last lines of an analysis I read. Uh, teams will now be able to play in a game on the same day as it traveled across two time zones. Mm. I mean, we used to do that. Really? I think so. I mean, I well, I don't know about two time zones. I mean, you're talking about going from Miami to Denver and playing that day. You're talking about going oh, from Miami to L.A. Well, norm, yeah, because normally if you do, if you make that flight, well, if you're coming from east to west, it's it's better. But if you're going from west to east, it sucks. Play Los you're Angeles lose. one night, play Miami the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're gonna lose. Um, you're gonna lose that. Normally, our back to backs were pretty, you know, pretty close. I mean, we would still get in at two, three in the morning, sometimes on some trips. Uh, like if we left Indiana and you know we had to go down to Orlando or something like that, I mean, you would get in pretty late and still have to play on a back to back. So I don't, yeah, I don't think we've ever gone two time zones. I can't say that. So, yeah. Curious to see what that does. If they, and I, I assume they didn't just make this decision out of nowhere. I assume they, you know, did a study of some sort to say this could be the impact of, mm-hmm. you know, playing back to backs across two time zones on players' bodies on injuries. Because again, like you said with the appeasement, that just doesn't fit the vibe, right? If they only have to play 65 games to be eligible for awards, that seems to kind of butt heads with the, well, now you can, you know, travel two time zones and still play a game the next day. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's going to be, we're going to, we'll see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. It's going to test their mental. <laughs> sure. Well, <laughs> might need a little bit of more of that in yeah. the NBA. Is that fair to say? <laughs> I would agree. Um, One last thing here uh, before we move on to the second segment, 
Paulo Bancaro, my boy. My boy, Paulo. I'm claiming him. NBA Rookie of the Year, ACC Freshman of the Year a couple of years ago. Um, at one point, had committed to play for Team Italy in the FIBA World Cup. He backs out of that. He's now joining the American team. Okay, that decision happens all the time. Here's the thing, Strick. There's some he said, she said sort of stuff going on here because Italy's um, president, um, yeah, yeah, the Basketball Federation basketball president. president, said he's fine with the decision, but that Paulo Bancaro backed out of a meeting and then they found out about it in the newspapers. Yeah. That would be problematic. Yeah, I, I, I mean... <laughs> That's kind of like ghosting your girl and, and not, you know, like you, you, you have a date and you just ghosted her and, and she's your girl. Like you, you guys actually communicate, you know, you could have told her you had something you had to do or you, you had something better in mind. Um, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I'm not a big advocate of that. Uh, you know, I'm, a, you know, I'm kind of, you know, one that if, I mean, I might overlook it, but if I'm, you know, in, in something like that, I, you know, I have to kind of stand up and, stand on your own two feet, 10 toes down and, you know, say, Hey, this is the commitment I'm making. And, you know, I may not even have to give you a why I just look, I mean, this is, this is what I've decided to do. And, and there, I have reasons for it, but, um, you know, I appreciate the opportunity. And if things come up in the future, I, I still would love to, you know, explore it, you know, and mm -hmm. so just don't burn the bridge on it. I think now I mean, if you, if allegedly this is the way that it went down, you know, you could have burned the bridge. And unless it's a new regime that comes in and takes over, if it's the same one, he's probably going to feel some kind of way about any discussions with you in the future. But, um, you know, uh, you leave room for it if you do it the right way, I think. Absolutely. And I think this is a bigger deal for Italy, given that it's not a you know traditional basketball powerhouse. The only players I recognize on their team, Danilo Gallinari, who towards the end of his career. Yeah, they're not the same. Nico Mannion. They're not the same. <laughs> not so much. Nicolo Melli. Um, not a lot going on. Italy used to be Italy. pretty strong. They're not, they're not the same. Right. So I, I get why they would be, you know, banking on and hoping for a commitment from a guy of Vancaro's caliber. But I also appreciate their president's stance, right? Again, assuming what he said is true, I don't think that's Italy burning a bridge with Paulo Bancaro. That to me is... Where's the accountability? You know, if you're going to play for our team, we have standards, we have ways to do things. So I think it's more burning the bridge from Bancaro's end than from Italy's end. No, that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's what I, I mean. Yeah, I, I think it comes from his side more so than them. I, I think they're just basically saying, you know, we would, we, we would prefer you to do it the right. I'm, I'm not bad. Like basically, like you said, he's not mad at the decision. Mm -hmm. He's just mad at the way that it was done. Uh, the United States uh, 2023 FIBA World Cup roster is out. Um, I don't know who the best player on this team is. I'll go through the list, see if you can help me decide. So you have Bancaro, Mikhail Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Brandon Ingram, Jaron Jackson Jr., Cam Johnson, Walker Kessler, Bobby Portis, and Austin Reeves. Uh, I, I would probably say Jalen Brunson. Okay. I'd probably say Jalen Brunson. Uh, I'm kind of iffy on Ant, you know, just um, kind of the way he kind of closed out last season. Uh, I just really love the way that Jalen Brunson stuck it up and put the mm -hmm. put them Knicks team on his back, and they almost pulled through, even when even when your boy fell fell short. Mm -hmm. um, um, RJ, no, you know, him too, Randall, but Randall, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, the two R's. One RJ's my boy. 
Yeah. Randall's Rico's boy. Yeah. Don't, Randall, don't put Randall, him Randall on disappeared me. on him. Speaking of my boy Brandon Ingram in the conversation, is he close to Brunson or is it pretty clearly Brunson's team to you? Ingram is 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 phenomenal. I, I I think I think Ingram has the capability. I just think Brunson has more of the leadership qualities. Sure, that, sure. That you know you can rely on. Brandon Ingram is is kind of like um, Stephen Jackson. He's a guy you want to have on your team, and kind of like even like Meta World Peace. He's a guy that you want to have on your team that that's backing you. He's not going to take no crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to ball. Um, he's going to do his thing, but you know, I don't, I don't know about his leadership qualities. Sure. That's the, the, uh, 2023 FIBA world cup roster. I'm going to ask you, is there any team that comes close to the United States dream team in 1992? Can any American team in history, you know, compare in any way? I I just want to make the case and see if we can go through these teams. So we'll do that. Uh, next segment here on the block. Let us know uh, what you think on the text line or in the comment section, 402-464-5685. We'll break down USA basketball history next. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.